companies selling tiny homes from $130,000 sparks critics. This is the new affordable housing market. So let's check this out. So let's see. A home construction company has raised some eyebrows online for one of its new developments. Lenar, based in Fontainebleau, Florida, that kind of sounds like a cheese, is one of the nation's largest home developers. Most recently, it constructed a tiny house community comprised of 350 square foot homes in San Antonio, Texas. Known as Elm Trails, each tiny home boasts one bedroom and one bathroom with a starting price of $130,000. This two-story home has a smart layout that offers everything you need to live in comfort, Lennar states on his website. The front door leads into an open-concept kitchen, which flows effortlessly into the living area, and in the back of the home is an owner's suite, which features two closets and a private bathroom. Upstairs is an open space that can be used for storage. However, online critics questioned whether it was enough, and enough for the price. On X, formerly known as Twitter, the account Wall Street Silver posted a video with the caption, This is the new affordable housing market. These are $100,000 tiny homes with no garages being built in a new neighborhood in San Antonio, Texas. In response, many took note of the new standards for Americans looking for alternatives to affordable housing with very little space. Now, personally, I'm not really against tiny homes, but for like $130,000, I would not really buy a tiny home for that. In just like in a financial context, like you could probably find a pretty cheap full-sized home for around that price, maybe slightly more than that. So maybe you have like a small mortgage, but it's like the problem with buying like a tiny home is that it is typically not going to like appreciate, right? So like let's say that you have two choices. You got a tiny home that you spend like $130,000 on it. Let's say that you bought it in cash, right? Just to keep this simple. So let's say you buy that tiny home for $130,000 cash. Maybe it will decrease in value. Maybe it will stay the same. And maybe the land on that, like where it's actually located, might rise in price to where it's like slightly above 130 combined, right? So you spent 130, maybe you could sell for like 150 five years later. But if you were to buy a similar priced home, that is a a legitimate full-size home, like a single-family home, that 130,000 that you spend could potentially be like 200,000, 250,000, 300,000 5 years, 10 years down the line. Like this is the problem that I have with things like with things like this, like tiny homes, trailers, mobile homes, manufactured homes, RVs. None of them really go up in value. The only time they go up in value is typically the land, like the location of the lot, 
just goes and soars in price to such unbelievable levels. So you could put like a manufactured home that costs basically nothing, but you lose all the value of that home, but the land like doubles in price. So it basically counteracts the decrease in value of the home. And tiny homes aren't really in the same type of marketplace that normal homes are. Like the reseller part is not that big. You might get some people to buy it who are like super interested like who are super interested in tiny homes as like the first time home buyers, but to be able to resell your tiny home to another person who wants a tiny home might be pretty hard. Let's see. They want everybody in a box, least amount of land possible, one person commented. More like a $100,000 jail cell, another person wrote. The whole point of tiny homes is there are only supposed to be 30 to 50k max, someone else explained. There are options for other home layouts, including a one-bedroom, two-bathroom unit that occupies 660 square feet and is priced at $163,000. Now, again, to me personally, for like a tiny home, these are like way overpriced in my mind, right? Like in my point of view. To me, a tiny home, the price point should be very similar to like a cheap RV, a cheap mobile home, a cheap manufactured home, because you're basically getting very similar aspects to it. And the whole point of pretty much buying a tiny home is to save on cost. If you're spending close to $163,000 on a home, like a tiny home, at that point, you might as well just buy a full-on fledged single-family home in a good location or an okay location and potentially get like a 100k equity plus position when it goes up in value because these tiny homes are not going to be doing that. So let's check this out. Oh no, not the music. Probably copyrighted. So this is the tiny home. Yada yada yada. Okay. 350 square feet. It looks honestly pretty nice inside. Like one bed, one bath with a loft. Like I don't think this is like a bad situation to like live in, right? But you got to keep in mind the price point. Should this be worth $100,000, $130,000? No, it shouldn't be. Like, in my mind, if you were to sell something like this, I could see myself or someone else justifying spending maybe like 40 k maybe 50 k maybe 60 k at the highest for this, right? And you buy a really nice plot of land to do what you want to do. You could technically build your own little neighborhood by doing this if you got like a whole bunch of friends or family members that you want to like have like your own little neighborhood. You could do something like that. But like realistically speaking, this isn't really that great of an option for a lot of people, not for the price point. Like the reality is like it might make just more sense for someone to spend like 30, 40, 50K per tiny home, build yourself a tiny little neighborhood and rent out all the homes. 
not even sell them, just rent them out to like college students or I don't know, people who just need something cheap to rent in a good like working uh, location. Oh, I guess this person has a. That's a hundred thousand dollar, right? Are you telling me that these things are a hundred thousand dollars? What the kidding me? You gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Oh. Like the size looks even worse, like in the point of view, uh, in real life type of a uh, video. Jesus. Yeah. Definitely not for a hundred thousand dollars. I I could see justifying spending thirty k, forty k, fifty k. Again, at the most sixty k. It's like <laughs> people got to be smart with their money, honestly. Okay. Ooh, drone footage. Haunt music. No. Yeah, basically no space inside or out. Hmm. One hundred twenty-six thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. Like for example, I think like. I think if someone were to build like a neighborhood in like a college town or next to like a university, this would be like a perfect place for college students because they could have their own space, they'd be super cheap to rent, that kind of thing. But to buy these things for like a hundred thirty, so not worth it. So not worth it. So Lenar, a public company, operates across twenty five states in the country including North Carolina, Texas, New Jersey, and Illinois. With assets equal to $33.2 billion, Lenar has been in operation since 1954. The company was even once linked to the Lehman Brothers. Interesting. Let's see some of these comments. As I always say, single serving, buy as many as you want. (laughs) And I thought my 4,000 square foot plantation home was small. This is ridiculous. Just build decent-sized houses for this price. True. Let's see. I think it's great. I'm surprised there hasn't been more tiny house communities considering the housing market. I know part of the reason there are laws about where they can be placed, but the community takes care of that. These houses are fixed and would be great for a first home for a single couple or retiree. Interesting. For that price, I could get a nice fifth wheel and move to where the weather is good and jobs are plentiful. Be able to move on as a on as circumstances change. After being burned by the housing market more than once, I have no interest in purchasing another conventional home. No thanks. See, the thing is, the problem with like fifth wheels, like these RVs and whatnot, they go down in value so quick. Like it's like not even funny. You spend like two hundred grand on like an RV fifth wheel whatever and maybe after like two years it's like 50k like it's sad
I'll buy one better and cheaper than living in an apartment. Uh, no. This certainly would not be cheaper than living in an apartment. Because, like, in terms of, like, square footage versus what you get, it's, like, it's not going to be cheaper than an apartment. Unfortunately, in today's pricey real estate market, these are affordable houses. <laughs> Maybe in terms of, like, just pure price-wise, but if you were to do price versus square footage, no. These are not uh, affordable houses. Mm. This is the next iteration of mobile home parks, which are disappearing all over. The average mobile home is between 500 and 1,500 square feet. The average two-car garage is 360 square feet without a second story. Do the homeowners own the land, or does the HOA? Will they be kicked out or bought out when the land becomes more valuable than the now decade-old houses on it, or rented out at Section 8 when they can't sell them for what they owe? Yeah. So it's a stick-built trailer park for three times the money. Also known as an overpriced garden shed. You know what's really sad is that I'm pretty certain I've seen like sheds at Home Depot that were bigger than this for like 2K. <laughs> like, oof. Well, maybe not 2K, maybe like 5K, but still. Feel free to give your thoughts if you stumble upon this to me. This is not worth it financially speaking at all. Like, in terms of like what you're spending for what you're getting, it is just so much better to just... I mean, honestly, at that price point, you could just buy a condo. Or, again, just bump up the price slightly and buy like a traditional single-family home. And you'd be doing pretty good. So not worth it.